All right, guys, what's up? Welcome back to Average Takes. Shinny, what's up, dude? Yo, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Average Takes. We're in the stew. Um, I just want to say happy Mother's Day to all the awesome mothers out there. Um, we're recording this on Mother's Day. Um, as you can tell, only two of us tonight. One of the got a Mother's Day plan. Yeah, the other one has to celebrate. So we're here. We're going to feed you our baseball information right off the top. All Padres this episode. Going to dig deep. Our Padres are 19 and 10. Just finished another series versus um, the Marlins. Yep. Took the series, 3-1. Nice series. Um, Was very upset Saturday night, but hey, we're past it. It's a series W. Can't win them all. Let's talk some Padres, Trevor. All right. um, I'll just put it out there from the start. Jorge Alfaro is that dude. Yeah, to... To walk it off on Mother's Day in that grand style, you know, brightened my day a lot because I was about to have a terrible weekend all the way around. Padres split the series, but, you know, if he doesn't hit that walk-off homer, I would have just been angry. But obviously not the outcome. The inning stayed alive because CJ. CJ had a nice single after Profar tries to take third out of nowhere. Yeah, I understand no one's on the bag, but you got to know your situation here. You can't get thrown out at third when you're down by two trying to make a play. No, you can't. You can't. You need to stay alive somehow, some way. Yeah, Padres are so lucky that they ended up winning this game because that would have been a base running blunder that would have just ruined this team for a couple of days, I think. Those are... Game changing shit. That, that would be the play that would would that would be talked about for sure. Yes, that would instead Alfaro gets a pinch hit at bat because CJ keeps the game alive with a nice slap shot single. Two on, you know. At that point, if Profar does not get thrown out at third, it's a two one game, and Alfaro gets the pinch hit at bat. But in this circumstance, he does get thrown out. Two on, two out. First pitch Alfaro sees, he just pimps it. 455, bro. Bro, into the Padres pin. That thing went a mile, it felt like. He knew it off the bat. It was a hanger. Right after the pitching coach came out and pumped up his dude, like, you know what to throw here. This is an easy out. Come on, let's go. Riled him up. Alfaro drops dick with one swing. Yeah, I mean, it was a very boring 17 consecutive innings of no run scored. I really thought we were going to get shut out in back-to-back games. Yeah, it came down to more the... than 17 because we only scored two runs, three runs the Friday night. Yeah. So it was a long time without scoring runs. You know, we were talking about this a little before the pod Padres only scored eight runs Yeah. in this series versus the Marlins, eight total runs take the series that makes me say one thing. Our starting pitching is lights on right now. Lights out. They know exactly what they're doing. They're going up, throwing consecutive um, starts of just awesome baseball. Nick Martinez has been someone who I had no idea of before this season. But now, 
Padres are getting healthier, and we don't know what to do with all these arms. What are we going to do with Nick Martinez? Uh, I don't know. You know, we got a lot of guys who are healthy or going to be healthy. Mike Clev came back, pitched against his former team, looked pretty good. So, I mean, he threw 95 pitches. So once he got in the ladder of his start, he started, like, losing some spots, location. You know, you're not – you're tired at that point. You're not, you're not, it was a good outing from him, but it was a great outing. And I just, I don't know. I just think that the Padres starting pitch they're they have too much now. And if I'm being dead ass, I think he is the easiest option to be flexible with relief or starter. Yeah. He could be the first guy out of the pen always. Yeah. But you know, is he comfortable with that? You have to be comfortable in those situations because right now we see like a Denelson Lament. He's not comfortable in the pen. I don't know what it is, if he's hurt or whatnot, but he's more comfortable in a starting role. Yeah. And you could see it. Like I wanted Lament to be a lights out guy in the pen, maybe even a closer, but he doesn't get the same feeling out of coming out of the pen. So yeah. I don't know if all of our guys are like that. I don't know. I mean, it's totally different being raised up as a starter to be in a relief pitcher. Like it's yeah. a totally different mindset. You know, you don't get the long warm up before the game, knowing the lineup, knowing who you're going to face and which order you just have to be ready. And you could be, you know, I have a friend who's in college, who's a relief pitcher and he talks about how he hates it because it's get ready. Now I'll go back on the bench. Oh, you're about to come in. Get ready. Get ready. Warm up, warm up, hurry up. Now you're back on the bench or you know, you pitch the night before in the seventh, and you got to go back out in the fourth because the pitcher got early, uh, pulled early, you know, like back-to-back days of pitching. Some guys aren't used to that type of stuff. So that's what scares me a little bit with the depth part. But starting pitching has been absolutely the most consistent all the way around. That's why we're 19 and 10. <laughs> yes. Like there's a reason. I mean, Padres offense has been bad overall. There's two players keeping this team afloat on the offensive side. Yeah, and if you if you calculate everyone else besides Tati, uh, Machado and Osmer, you probably average two hundred. Oh, less than that. <laughs> two hundred. That is scary. I mean, but it's early. other other than Osmer and Machado who have been absolutely raking. Yep, leading the majors in a lot of categories. The two Both of them. them. Yeah, top like, one and top two. Yeah, it's it's wild how great of a start those two guys have came out to um so far but with the lineup you know will myers is hurt yep. luke voigt is hurt and i want to get i want to wait on luke voigt discussion we'll just say his name now but i mean you have those guys hurt, and then tatis we haven't seen tatis all year and this team is nine games over 500 without tatis yep we had a couple goals trevor before this season started yep we're about halfway i would say I mean, you can't expect Tatis to be back on June first, but I know we're about Not halfway in. Yeah, he's only is. taking grounders and a little bit of pop They're taking his time with him. They're taking time, and I'm I'm okay with that because when it when we get him back, we're it's like we're training for an MVP. Yeah. Like, let's not forget about that kid. But we're about halfway till he comes back. It's May eighth. Yeah, there uh, our goals that we set before the season are looking nice right now. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I mean, we had some goals 
Shenny was 10 games over 500. We're nine right now, halfway through. Yep. So we're playing great baseball. I wanted to be a series within the Dodgers. We're one and a half games out, but we've played three more games than them. Yep. Have the same amount of wins, three more losses. So, all right. And then Roman said, play good baseball. They are accomplishing all three yes, right are. now. You know, from the start of the season, 14 straight games without an error. That's good baseball right there. Yep. Now we're playing in early days of the season without some of our key guys in the lineup. No Will, no Voight, no Tatis. So being 19 and 10 without those three guys, I'm absolutely ecstatic right now. No, it's this is a probably the best start I could have asked for. This um, team is doing something that it hadn't done in a long time, and that's win the games they're supposed to. Yep, that's exactly what this series was. The last couple series. Yeah. And the next couple. Yeah. You know, like the Padres are at a good time in their in the season where it's not back to back hard, hard teams like the best teams. You know, we're getting some of those some of those easy ones. We faced the Reds a couple times, you know, Marlins, Pirates. You know, now we're going to face the Cubs who've gone five straight games without a win coming up. This is just like it's perfect because when we do face the Giants and the Dodgers back to back series, we we can afford to lose maybe one or two of those series because we just handled business with the the shitty team. So I like everything that uh, they're doing right now. Um, and what the best part is like we're just finding ways to win without our best players on the field, which that is exactly what Bob Melvin has done his whole career. Yeah, and. To add on to that, I mean, we're getting it done like tonight. Alfaro, he's not a starter, came into the situation, hadn't swung a bat all day, cold, saw one pitch help us win that game. I mean, we're winning a lot of these games because of the starters, and I want to just keep saying that because, I mean, Sean Manaya and Joe Musgrove have been awesome. You Darvish has been great since his flustered start with the Giants. I mean, yeah. I can't expect like a Cy Young pitch out every outing from you, Darvish. He he's one of those pitchers that tends to give up homers and stuff like that. But I mean, Joe Musgrove has a two oh eight ERA, four wins and forty innings. Something about pitching San Diego for him is he loves his whole it. career. He absolutely loves it, and I mean, I think that's game changer. Players want to play where they're from. Like yeah. a lot of guys who have already played a couple years when they go back in the free agency for the first time, they're going back home. Like some guys actually. And well, for him, it's best case scenario because he's going to get a bag from the Padres this off season. And he's staying in San Diego for the rest of his career. Yes. <laughs> I hope um, they got to pay him a lot of money this off season. We have it. We have it. Um, or the Dodgers when it comes to money, <laughs> but I mean, he's leading our team in a lot of things. I know he just started today, but oh, ERA well. wins, strikeouts, whip, innings pitched. What I like too is uh, Bob Melvin is letting these guys go deep in the games, seventh inning. I see a lot of these starters last year that was unheard of. Unheard of. Jace Tingler had a hook so fast when it hit sixth inning, you're gone. Yeah, like it was almost like he tried to be the Rays. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to use our bullpen. But, I mean, the Padres' bullpen is mediocre. I I can't repeat that enough. They need bullpen help at the max. But, I mean, I know why they're not trading. I mean, 
I keep saying, I mean, no one trades this early. Like you don't really make trades during this part of the season. You're feeling your team out. You're seeing what the miners are doing. Like, are, is anyone hot? Anyone that should be on the MLB roster. And the Padres have a couple guys, you know, um, Castillo is a lefty who we saw in the major leagues a couple years ago. And I feel like we've talked about him for three years because he just keeps getting hurt. <laughs> But he's shoved in the minor so far to start this year. He's come back from an injury, and he's been shoving. He's a lefty reliever. I mean, we still got Pomerantz coming back here soon, Maury Hone, yeah. Michael Baez. A lot of these guys who were hurt last year are on their way back to starting um, like into the major leagues here yeah. soon. I mean, st- starting pitching is just it's, – it's killer. It, Everyone needs it. It's killer. Um, speaking of everyone needs it. I saw a, an article the other day that talked about teams are making some calls on you, Darvish, and Blake Snell. Yeah. Padres have a lot of starting pitchers right now. We haven't even mentioned Mackenzie Gore, who has been absolutely fucking lights out. He starts tomorrow night. Well, today, if you're listening to the podcast or whatever, he's been absolutely lights out. Yeah. And so... Padres have a little bit too much pitching. So those teams calling on Blake Snell and you Darvish. Who would you rather see go? You Darvish. Why? $25 million a year. I mean, it depends on what we're talking about because you has been more consistent, I would say. Yes. Um, but yes, I would agree. Use older. He's $25 million, like you said. Blake Snell's cheaper, younger. They both have, like, the same amount, I think, this year, next year, left on their deals. I would like to trade you. I'm not going to lie. I know he's been one of our most consistent starters over the last two seasons. But I think with the amount we're paying him another year, I think I would rather see you go, obviously. Yeah, but, uh, those two I would, but Snell's name, I think Yu's name, it has a little bit more draw to it now than let's than say Blake Snell. Snell. Yeah, like I think we could get a bigger, better package out of you, Darvish, than Blake Snell. But I don't know, uh, Preller, he's like, he's a fucking crazy guy. <laughs> he is so crazy. It's it's so weird, but yeah. Hey, and then on the other hand, what were, what would you think we would be trying to get back in this deal? Has to be outfielders, outfielders, relievers. relievers. I mean, Will's going to be back, but at the same time, he hadn't been hitting when he was here, and Profar is not hitting right now. Batting a one sixty seven, probably less than that. I don't know exactly off the top of my head, but he's been awesome in the outfield. I haven't seen any. Thing out there that makes me want to get rid of him, other than that he's not a hit, real good hitter. No, he's not. Um, he has truly changed his swing to be all or nothing. That feels like like home run or strikeout. And I think I think he's trying to step up too much. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly. I mean, I love the defense. I love his defense. That he, he's maximum effort out there in left field. Yeah. He's been he's made some great plays, throwing the ball, catching the ball. Like we you said earlier, we have we didn't make an error for the first 14 games. So 
the guys we have are playing good defense and like a lot of people you defense doesn't really have numbers like you can't look at some of these defensive numbers really i mean yeah you can they do have some numbers behind it they have defensive runs saved and such but okay but that's like the casual fan like that's someone who knows like more baseball in more depth. than yeah yeah it's not casual just like, fans will just look on, uh, on mlb and see oh he's hitting this he must suck but yes when reality he's good at the other half of the sport yes i mean there's Definitely more than just hitting in this sport. Defense is huge. I mean, defense wins championships in almost every sport. Yep. So that's a big part of uh um speaking of defense, shortstop right now. We got Hassan Kim, CJ Abrams. We've been batting Kim at the two hole lately. <laughs> don't really I don't really like it. Uh, I think you should keep him seven, eight, nine. That's where he belongs. Yeah, I think he's more comfortable in that. You see a lot more fastballs when you're seven, eight, nine. Like people think that's like you're in the bigs. At their, some of these guys are the cockiest dudes in the world. They think their shit don't stink. They're gonna throw you a fastball. That's just how some of these pitchers are. So you move them down the order, you're gonna see a lot more fastballs, a little le- less off speed. You move them up, you're gonna see more off speed, a little less fastballs. Yeah, um, it's a hard I think game. That, I think hard it would game be to better navigate. I mean, I think it's obviously better for him to be in the later part of the lineup. But if you're saying that you're going to see a lot more junk in the beginning, maybe he likes that the little off-speed stuff, change-ups more. I mean, for him, he just can't change what he's doing. Like, you're hitting too old, you can't change. But the other team, they change how to attack you. Oh, yeah. And he has, like, a there is, a, like, a hole sometimes in his swing because in Korea, their pitches drop up and down. And here, they're east side to side, yeah. yeah. So the whole different, like, um, for just vision wise, the ball looks different to him. That's why he's been struggling hitting wise, but he stepped it up. He's, he's, I'll take him right now. Cause he's in like 240. He's batting 211, three homers, 11 RBIs, one stolen base, 748 on base plus slugging. It's all right. I mean, it's not that good, but it's a defensive shortstop. We'll take that. CJ Abrams is off to a, a 182, one homer, four RBIs, one stolen base, and a 543 on yeah. baseball slugging. I won't take that. Yeah. But I love CJ, though. I love CJ. And it it's a huge jump that they put him through because of the Tatis injury. I know. I understand. It's a huge, huge jump. Yeah. And I really, I mean, when Tatis comes back, I think that moves CJ back down. I don't know. I, I would like to keep him up for outfield depth, honestly. And he can really just take a year to learn of all these dudes. I know you really won't see the improvement until he's actually doing it every day out there, but I think the year in the big leagues will be better for him overall than going to AAA and kind of like gaining more confidence. Yeah. But that's just, that's how I would look at things. I understand it. Um, Speaking of outfield depth, where are your feelings on Matt Beattie? Hmm. He's all right. That's it. All right. All right. He's average. He's been really, really bad to start the year. He has been very bad. But the last couple of games, I'm pretty sure he's been he's getting hits at least. And 37 at bats. He has like two hits, huh? He has a 108 average. Yeah. One RBI. Yeah. 
four hits on the year. <laughs> I can't take that. I know his opportunities haven't been there. It's slim pickings for a fourth outfielder. Yeah. But I don't know. I just don't. I don't see it. He doesn't look like he's comfortable up there. I don't know. We're having we're having a problem right now with our bats. No one really feels comfortable except two guys, Manny and Haas. And then Cronworth has regressed immensely. He, uh, He's been a two hundred eight to start the year. Yeah, I know. Weird, huh? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess there is a lot of pressure on him because they're putting him in these situations where he has to. I mean, I, I think he's telling himself he has to get on for. I really don't like his when he fouls pitches off when he does that. Like, like he looks like he's like stepping open. I hate that. <laughs> I think that just it's like a little thing that annoys me so much. I'm like, why does he keep moving? Just stay there, <laughs> hit the ball. He's always fouling pitches off like that, and I don't know. We've seen him on fire before, so hopefully, he can get that. We're still back. only 29 games into the year, so I mean, I can't look too you can't look too deep at the numbers but this no. is a good sample size it's 29 games is a good sample size that's, to see that's like good enough to tell if you're in a slump or not yeah and something's got to change they got to break that because we thought we would be getting more offense at home that doesn't seem like it we only scored eight runs over the next or the last series i need them to stomp out the cubs yeah this next series Yes. I mentioned Luke Voigt's name a little earlier. Yes. I want to bring it back up. Go ahead. Our boy Luke Voigt <laughs> traded for him before the season during spring training. I was super excited. Yep. We were getting the 2020. I know it was a shortened season, but he led the league in homers. He's been very good at his time in New York. Blossomed from the Cardinals, as some would say. Yeah, I've heard a lot of or actually, the only things I've heard about Luke Boyd is, wow, this guy hits the ball so well. He's a great hitter. Great hitter. And uh, in 42 at-bats, Luke Voigt has a 143, zero homers, five RBIs, one stolen base, and has a 482 on-base plus slugging. And most of that is just an on-base percentage. Uh, yeah, that's bad. That is, uh, for you, that those of you that don't know, that's not a great hitter. And he's been in the minors for a little bit. Yep. Just a little rehab start. His last nine at-bats on our AAA team, he struck out nine times, Trevor. Is that good? No. <laughs> I'm getting a little concerned. We lo- I think Luke Voigt has lost his little magic touch, and realism is slapping him in the face getting in touch with life right now. Yep. I'm not giving up. I'm definitely as sure not giving up because Can't. he hasn't gotten started. When you get started and then fall off, that it's one thing. He hasn't even got started yet. So, I mean, yeah, I'm a little worried. They, they removed him from his rehab starts. He's back with the Major League Club, still on the I.L. He's going to work with our coaches, and then they said hopefully back by the next road series. Um, so I've, I've, I'm going to keep saying it. I think once he gets that first dinger, it's going to be all uphill, but it's hard when you go over nine and nine strikeouts. You're not even putting the ball in play. Honestly, 
if I'm the Padres coaches, I mean, Matt Beatty took a dive yesterday, got hurt early in the game. Put Beatty on the aisle, bring Voight back, and just stick his ass right back in the lineup. Say, hey, we got you. We trust you. Yeah. That's what I think he needs. That's probably There's a little the slap smartest. on the ass, a little kiss on the cheek, and say, hey, buddy, we're here for you. Let's get you right back in it. We don't care about what happened. No one was paying attention. Hopefully, no one was paying attention. Yeah. But that's what I think they need to do. I think BD to the aisle, bring Voight back, and just throw him right back in action. Say, bud, go. Yeah. You were 0 for 9, 9Ks in AAA. We don't care. Go ahead. Don't. I, I mean, that's what you need to do. You need to tell him, like, hey, that shit don't matter. You're taking an IL sit. Yeah. Like, really, it don't matter. Come back. We devastly need you. We scored eight runs last series. <laughs> I need Luke Voigt to start mashing. No, yeah, that's probably the smartest way to handle this. Because, I mean, there's a serious problem. We're leaving a lot of guys on base. Yeah. Like, yesterday we lost 8 nothing, but I bet you we left more guys on base than they had on base. Yeah. Probably. Until the ninth. I mean, they had a grand slam, obviously, but we were on base, on base. I think it was two innings we had, like, at least three guys on, four guys on. Yeah. In like the second or third inning. And then I mean, I don't know. We need Voigt to just come in. Well, we just need after a, Manny. Another RBI producer. Another guy who just I mean, he was looking good. He had 10 walks in his is at bats. I'll be taking that. No, yeah. They said his biceps, the his soreness is gone. Activate him, get him in the lineup. Give him a confidence booster he needs, man. Yeah, well, the the, the shitty thing about like slumps in baseball is you can still, you'll be like hitting the ball solid, but it'll still be an out. Like you don't see the results, but yeah. you know it's you're like you're getting there. So that's what's shitty about that. It, that'd be the worst case of if, if that situation that you like put him in is he is hitting the ball hard, but no, he's just not seeing results or right Adam balls just right at the dude. So that is not what we're looking for. We want balls to go over the fence. <laughs> I mean. Hey, let, we had a great game today. Team energy. Let's bring them back and put them right in the lineup tomorrow. That's what I think. Yeah. we. I mean, we need it. I could use a, use a Voight bomb bad. I know. But it doesn't seem like he's putting the ball in play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Over 99, <laughs> I guess. Um, before we end this podcast, I wanted to talk about our recently um Acquired, I almost said required. Acquired closer. Roger um, Taylor Rogers has been phenomenal to start this year. Yeah, great trade. Tr- great trade. That was AJ Preller's best trade he's made. I mean, ever. I can't say it's been awesome because Paddock had looked pretty good in his last couple starts with Minnesota. Yeah. He looked pretty decent. Yeah. But Rogers has been awesome. Yeah. He wasn't really a closer over there either. Like he, he won season. Only one 2020 season closer. Who was last year? Last he was year? hurt. Oh, he's he's pretty fucking good. He's pretty good in those situations. And why is just what is it about the Padres where we always have a great closer? Like, we're luckily, always. luckily, I was scared this season you're going in, yes. and then game one <laughs> that game shit one? scared the shit out of me. I'm telling you, that was uh, like a negative, and we're gonna end up on a high note. Yeah, I mean, that would be such a storyline because then we clip those that edit a nice little edit together. 
Nice little sad song in the beginning. And then you saying that. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah. And then you go, watch. It's about to be a movie. Start on the bottom. We're going way to the top. And then it's clip champagne bottles. <laughs> Anything else you want to reach on before we get out of here? I mean, hey, Padre's been looking freaking awesome. We touched Mackenzie Gore. Touched on a lot of topics. I mean, oh, swag chain's back. Oh, yeah. Give it a spin. Swag chain's back. Oh. You know, all I want to say is I'm re- I'm hyped. I'm glad Swag Chain's back. But I want it to be in these little forms. Yeah. These little Polaroids. Yeah, I think that I think that that's a sick way. I don't I don't need it on the field and all like this. I bought this for the studio, but this is too much. Yeah. Like everyone having like that. I think that all of it was just too much. It was a dumb thing that went on last year. A lot of teams brought shit back after that. Yeah. The Padres introduced the swag chain. Toronto has the home run jacket. Like Colorado has a, a chain that looks as fake as this one. They have a fake chain like that. I mean, a lot of teams have some stuff. Oh, I saw the Angels had a cowboy hat. Yeah. I don't know if they yeah. do that all, every time, but I don't know. I'm glad the swag chain's back, but I want to keep it low-key back no i love the polaroids i think i need the polaroids all year yeah the padres posting these little polaroid clips and the the sick poses i need that all year yes i need the sick polaroid joe if you ever see this clip i need the polaroid pictures all year long (laughs) yes all the way to ring city baby oh yeah see you at the parade see you at the parade all right guys nothing wrong with being average make sure you like comment subscribe Everything TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. I mean, we're gonna be give, doing some giveaways here soon. A lot of baseball stuff, more vids, just all the above, baby. Shenny, glad to see you. Everybody, we out. See you next time. Love you guys. <laughs>